My guest in the studio is singer-songwriter out of Denver, Rowan Carrick. She moved to New York for college back in 2011 and has returned to her hometown just this year. During her time in New York, she recorded the EP Foolish. She's here to play us some tunes from it. Welcome, Rowan Carrick. Hi. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So this new EP, it documents the arc of a relationship. So Mm. where are we going to start? So we're going to start with your song. This is the very beginning. This is the beginning of the end. Was it for the game? Was it for the story? Did you need to be loved? Cause your mama never gave you enough Was it for the good love? Was it to feed your ego? Did it feel so good to have control Lean your palm and her at your door the sound of my voice and the heart of your song Did she also say she loves you? Did you make her apologize? Did she comfort you Confide, well, you fed her the same stuff with a saddle gas light. Was it all just a project and not an object to feed your fire? I guess the battle just wasn't enough. You needed a drug, but you just, you cheated yourself. Sound of my voice. 
It's your song from Rowan Carrick in the CPR Performance Studio. She's joining us today to play us some new songs from her EP, Foolish. So that's an autobiographical tune. I'm presuming that the whole EP is. Yes. Yeah, it's very much based on very real events that happened. (laughs) And what's that like now that the songs are born? They are being put out into the world. Do you still feel the original emotion? That's a great question. No, I definitely, when I started writing them, it was very much like a raw therapeutic experience for me. And it was very much about like that relationship and that person. And then the more I sat with the songs and the more that I kind of analyzed them and recording them and listening to them over and over and over again, it became more about sort of me and sort of my development as a individual and as a person and as an artist. And so this record, while technically, yeah, it's about the end of this relationship, it's definitely more about sort of me coming into my own. Well, I want to talk about the recording process for this. So you have this Mm -hmm. connection to New York. You moved there for college. You spent a a year or two after college living in the city. You recorded your EP there with Mm -hmm. producer Justin Garish. He's kind of a seasoned producer and engineer. He's worked with Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, Vampire Weekend, The Strokes. Mm -hmm. How did you hear about him? Why did you choose him? Yeah, so his manager actually reached out to me because I was performing at this place called Mercury Lounge in New York. And his manager was one of the friends of the bookers. And he found my music and he listened to it and he liked it. And he emailed me and I almost didn't even look at the email. But he said, you know, I love your music. I want to come to your show. And I also think you should work with my client, who's Justin Garish, who's worked with all these people. And I was like, yes, yeah, that would be wonderful. Great. Yeah, that sort of started the connection. And I met Justin not too long after that. And we sort of decided to start this project. What do you feel that he brought to your music now that the release is here? It was great to work with him because he let me do basically whatever I needed to do, whatever I wanted to do, and he gave me the total freedom to make my music. And then he just kind of showed me some cool stuff along the way and provided instruments I wouldn't have normally been able to have access to and different ideas, and, and it was very much a collaboration. You know, because his background is more sort of in electronic or rock, indie pop sort of stuff. And mine comes from more of a singer-songwriter folk background. We really sort of combined forces and created this new sound that I absolutely would have never gotten had I not worked with him. So we've talked about the recording process for the new album, and I want to dig into its themes, like you painting this picture of following the arc of a relationship and Mm -hmm. what's next. So play us a few more songs. What's up next? The song Here. Oh, we've been playing this one. Yes. On the radio. This one's kind of intense. 
Yeah, it was definitely intense to write. My first few times performing it, actually, like, had to, like, choke back tears trying to sing it. But now it's become one of my favorite songs to perform. It's Rowan Carrick in the CPR Performance Studio. Something true Well, I'm right here And she's nowhere And I'm right in front of you My hands open wide And she's not inside But I'm right Oh, I'm right here With you Didn't you say I was everything Everything that you want Now I can play your guitar And sing all of your favorite songs You like the Agar tattoos And I like that you make and I wanna be your muse, but can you make room for me in your little heart? Well, she's in your head and she's in your bed, and I'm lying beneath you, and she's in your arm and she's. Digging log and you're waiting for something true But I'm right here and she's nowhere But I'm right in front of you Hands open wide and she's not inside But I'm right Oh, I'm right here Ooh. 
She's in your head And she's in your bed And I am a fool But I'll be right here Here with you Hey, this is Rowan Carrick, and this is my song, How Many Times.
from the CPR Performance Studio, Rowan Carrick. Her song, How Many Times? We also heard the tune here. Your album is said to be a documentation in song form of a relationship from its beginning to its end. Was this always the idea to do it that way? No, it actually wasn't at all. I didn't really even think about the order of it until I was forced to. And I was trying to figure out, you know, how to make it flow as an album because it is definitely a cohesive album even though each song can stand alone I wanted to make sure this album also worked as a whole and I wanted to make sure that the progression made sense both musically and also lyrically and that it did have an arc there's these themes of love in it some are tough you know some are sweet Mm -hmm. what did you learn about yourself I learned that songwriting is very therapeutic and then it helps me kind of get through tough times and it also sort of helped me see that experience that I had from sort of a a third point of view Um, and it's sort of like myself looking back in to it. You went to college in New York in in 2011 is when you went off Mm -hmm. so you kind of started your music performance out there, right? You didn't have any bands when you were in high school here? Or? No, well, I actually, so I went to Denver School of the Arts, and I was a classical piano major. And so I performed a lot, but I performed, you know, classical piano recitals. And very much when I left for college, wanted to break out of that. I loved music, but I didn't want to study it. I didn't want to go to a conservatory. And I wanted to kind of rebel. And so I studied jazz. And uh, I went to Sarah Lawrence, which had a a pretty good jazz program and I started singing in jazz bands and blues bands but I didn't start actually performing my own material until around like my sophomore year I started playing shows around campus and then I took a year off in between my sophomore and junior years I came back to Denver to record my first album which is really just to see if I could finish a project, first of all, because I'm very good at starting them and not finishing. And then to also see if I could actually be a musician if it was something that I wanted to really pursue. And I found that I did really enjoy it and I started to play shows here. So my first real shows are actually in Denver. And then I moved back to New York to finish school and I started performing probably not until the end of my junior year and then started to pick up more shows. So it's summer 2018. You've moved back to Denver. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship with the Colorado music scene now? Are you starting to get to know it? Or? Yeah, I'm definitely, It's. I feel like it's changed a lot. Um, I mean, it's been four years, so a, a lot of things have changed in the city. I still have you know friends who are in the community, and I'm trying to get back in touch with them and, and trying to also build new connections with people. There's so many kind words said about you online as you're kind of ramping up the release of this new EP. And I'm looking back at the past. You've sent us songs in the past. You know, you've had uh, some of your music featured in Lifetime movies. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's fun. Um, A song in an (laughs) O'Neill Surf commercial. And you also played a session with Converse Shoes, which is cool, too. So now what's next for you? I mean, I'm very much taking things day by day, moment by moment. And right now, the most important thing to me is this release, uh, just because it's been such a long time coming. And and then just kind of seeing what happens from there. I would love to just play more shows, potentially tour. I perform solo, and it would be cool to get a band together. 
I just want people to listen to it. So, yeah. and hopefully like it. <laughs> the new EP is called Foolish. You're going to play us one last song from it. What's up next? This next song is the last song in the EP, and it's called Slipping. It's the song Slipping from Rowan Carrick in the CPR Performance Studio. Rowan, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story. Thank you for having me.